You know, at one point I said I was going to cycle through the intros, yeah. but I'm not because no, that's the just, best one. You just like that one the most. That one's got the groove, and that's all I really care about. Hi, Dan. Thank you. All right, this is a roll late episode. Uh, <laughs> I've had lots of time. <laughs> this, the time I've had has been sick in bed. Yes, can confirm. Oh my goodness, am I under the weather? But the people demand it. Mm, and our here's, sponsors here's demand Here's the weather. It. It's above you. A hundred percent. Like most things. <laughs> it's above me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I've got some really interesting updates about our reviews, emails, patrons, and charts. Yeah? No. Oh. Not, none of that. None of that most. Can't get anyone to insult Mason. Uh, but... If well, we, I guess if, if they can't go harsh and personal, what's right. the point? <laughs> but uh, every time I'm down and think, oh, maybe nobody's listening. All we need to do is miss an episode. There you uh, go. <laughs> and everyone lets me know. So thank you, everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you won't leave a review. You won't give us some money on Patreon. But you'll let me know yep. when you miss an episode of your favorite uh, free show. Thank yep. you. <laughs> Dan, what's the number one movie in America? Uh, it's got to be Guardians Volume it's 3. It's got to be Guardians Volume 3 with $62 million, having a phenomenal mm. showing. Oh, uh, yeah. PETA announced it as a theatrical masterpiece. PETA? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess they're, yeah. they're okay with showing animal cruelty for CG animals mm. to make the point to stop doing it to real animals, I guess. Yep. Hey, if you Kay. had to... Uh, have one of the four animals as a pet which one would you pick oh i'd man. pick teeths he's yeah, my favorite teeths is the best who 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 i just love him so much yeah uh, his eyes looking in different places <laughs> he's adorable he is and what's the number two movie in america uh is it mario brothers it is mario yeah. brothers 12.6 i'm sorry the super mario brothers What's the number three movie in America? Uh, is it Evil Dead Rise? That's the fourth, oh. 3.7. Is, are you there, guys? That's is the fifth. Making money? Okay. I didn't even catch. Didn't, oh, didn't that's right. There were there were some like newer ones. Uh, there was the book club. That's the third there one, $6.7 million. All right. My other guess for that would have been the Bo is Afraid. Oh, that'd be a guess. Yeah. All right. Ready to talk about the big news of the day? Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you! Fuck you! Alright, so there's some <laughs> shit going down at Disney, and yeah. I'm, I'm gonna break some of it down. Alright, cool. This is big. This all dropped today, Ooh, which was fun. deep dive. Yeah. Okay, so one, the, the the catchy grab is that Star Cruiser is closing. <laughs> yeah. It's closing it's September 28th, which uh, what happens at the end of September, Dan? Uh, is becomes October. Correct. It is their earnings call. <laughs> oh. Uh, so they, they're like, fuck it, because the, the last, it's a two-day thing, so it's September mm. 28th, 29th, 30th. Yeah. Hell. And then they're like, never again, because they don't want it even touching the next earning call. Which what makes me want to think, <laughs> how much fucking money is this thing losing? Here's, here's how much money we're going to make selling off this hotel property. Right. <laughs> uh, so, 
with a hundred rooms at five thousand to six thousand per room, it sh- should have been making more than half a million dollars each. You know, go around. Uh, yeah. They were just having a hard time filling it. Yeah. Uh, now I uh, the last time I went to Disney, we used one of those like influencer um, mm. travel agents. Yeah. Where it's like they're they're travel agents for Disney, but like they do all these like they they, they fly them out and they do influencer videos and they become like experts. And the one I used is like the the definitive Galactic Cruiser one. Uh, and I watched her do a live stream today just bawling crying <laughs> yeah uh, and i'm sure it's because well, how did you do spend a lot of money and do a lot I'm of just, work oh all this emotion thing that existed for a year and a half right <laughs> and um and she went every other month and did this motherfucker too oh my god that's uh, so much money well she got it for free yeah for so selling so much yeah. it's like her it's like their incentive program uh but uh so if you booked it past then, you're going to have the chance to book it before them, which is like, hey, do you want to change your once in a lifetime <laughs> vacation you've been planning for thousands of dollars and do it on our time instead? Yeah. No, here's your <laughs> refund. And then uh, on the 16th, no, not the 26th, they're going to open up four reservations again, mm. up to and including that last one. Wow. Uh, half a million dollar per cruise. Uh <laughs> Uh, I've got a friend crazy. that works that show. <laughs> yeah. uh, she has told me from the beginning what a fucking shit show it's been. Yeah, I just can't believe it's losing so much money. Like, if you would have told me any company on the planet to make this concept work, I would have said, Disney, you own a fucking cruise line. Yeah. You get to do it think. without the boat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they also did put it together, like, right after they fired all the Imagineers and stuff. <laughs> and the guy who was running the parks... Uh, had other shit to do right <laughs> that he didn't do so good at so they got rid of him <laughs> yeah so we'll never go on star cruiser uh disney insider nope. <laughs> uh, has leaked up what they're planning to do is the part of the ship that like is a facade that faces the park they'll mm. like open that up so you can see the ship docked and then take part of the building <laughs> and turn it into like a really boutique restaurant so what they should have done in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate the concept. I hated the price tag. Yes. Like $6,000 for two days is absurd. Yeah. Like, for I won't for take... the like less than a sleeping car amount of space right. on a train for $5,000. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Should have been like, way cheaper. As someone who loves cruising and got sick because he mm-hmm. was on a cruise, uh, <laughs> I would not, like, for me to spend $6,000 on a real cruise, cool. it would have to be a European one that does, like, the two weeks and stops in every oh, port. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not two days anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you want to you uh, hear many different languages. Yeah. If I'm spending $6,000 <laughs> on a cruise that stops for two days, it better be at a stem cell factory, and they're just <laughs> shooting me to make me 10 years younger. Yeah. That's it. Now... <laughs> On top of that news, we have uh, Disney Plus and Hulu uh, officially merging their libraries. Yeah, coming up with one price point. Yeah, uh, after some people are afraid this is going to be a, a Warner Brothers Discovery hack job. Yeah, because they lost uh, cumulatively four million subscribers. Whoo! Yeah. And they're just not doing so good. So now they're just going to share the library. You're still going to be able to purchase them individually, mm. but they're going to, they're slicing the entertainment. Willow's gone. The life clothing, the wow. Jeff Goldblum, like all these like main staples. So like, we're just, you're pretty much just paying for the library now and some Hulu shows. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of gnarly. It's not good. And then, uh, this is like on the back of like the, the positive reinforcement they're getting for like flaming hot being available on both shows. Or yeah. both streamers at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And then 
The biggest Disney news. God, mm-hmm. I sound like shit. I can hear it in my headphones. <laughs> the the billion dollar up. Disney news. Uh, the billion dollar Disney <laughs> is Lake Nona. Yep. Uh, so Lake Nona, uh, which I didn't even know about this till today. Yeah, me neither. I, mean, I, I may have heard about it, you know, in passing, but. So basically, uh, Chappick's big thing mm. was he wanted to move all the Imagineers out of California away from the Disney studios to Disney World. Like, so they were going to build this whole yeah. village called the Lake Nona Complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, ends up, the final projections were $1.3 billion to move 2,000 jobs from California to Florida yep. to be next to Disney World. Iger comes in and is like, well, I didn't fucking want that in the first place. Why would you move the Imagineers away from <laughs> the movie studios? That's where we want them. Furthermore... <laughs> yeah, I didn't uh, even think about that. There's no reason why they're next to fucking Hollywood. Right. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. they don't just do parks. They do the movies, too. Yeah. Uh, so Iger fucking <laughs> hated it uh on top of all that you know you're fighting with desantis so they're like fuck it you know you don't <laughs> yeah, get this not. billion dollars you don't get these two thousand jobs yeah you get nothing you lose good, good day, day sir, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh so a bunch <laughs> of imagineers have already quit because they gave them the ultimatum move or quit mm-hmm. and then they've moved 200 some of them to florida already yeah and they got a, a memo today that was basically like uh we'll have a conversation we'll figure out our options we might move you back yeah yeah like, so, sorry for upending your whole family's lives my fuck my dude yeah the lowest upon so Woof. uh yeah disney is <laughs> also to put this in con in context as a disney um uh stakeholder yeah. <laughs> with my five stocks of disney um Disney stock is now hovering around $94. Two years ago, it was like 150 So it's yeah. not doing spectacular. And a lot of it has to do with all the Florida bullshit with DeSantis. Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Big wolf. <laughs> but you know what? I don't hate mm. the fact that I get to watch Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves on digital today. Oh, shit. Today. today? That's right. Actually, it started two days ago. Hot damn. But you can still watch it today. And I'm guessing until someone slashes it out of their library as, as long as you can forever. <laughs> yeah. Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez star in this hilarious action-packed adventure where a band of unlikely heroes must undertake an epic heist to retrieve a lost relic. Buy or rent Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves on digital today. Rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. Hell yeah. You'd be stupid not to. Hell yeah. <laughs> I hear good things. Yeah, I mean, I don't like Chris Pine, but I like playing Dungeons and Dragons, so this is a wash for me. <laughs> I like things he's in. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <coughs> Except Into the Woods. He sucked in Into the Woods. I don't think I've actually seen that one. Yeah. Well, you don't like musicals. Yeah. I like musicals. <laughs> hmm. With the, uh, yeah, I guess with, with pretty rare exception, I just, I don't tend to go to them. Sure, <laughs> sure. Like I, I've enjoyed ones I've seen. It's just yeah, it's not a it's not a go to genre for me. Gotcha. All right, uh, let's pile on some more shit news. So Word. this is this is a weird one uh, because so Johnny Depp mm-hmm. uh, is at Cannes Festi- Film Festival. Uh, we still have not been invited. That's absurd. Yeah, not that I could have gone. I'm sick, but I would have liked the invite. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, gone. no, no big, uh, big can, uh, you know, uh, week coverages until yeah. we're invited. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and we're sticking to it. <laughs> so here's the thing: it is rare for people to walk out of a movie at can. It's really, really, um, 
big to have like these very long standing ovations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear and, about the like eight minutes standing right. ovations for like that movie, right? <laughs> and let me tell you something: if the the you know the directors, the executive producers, the cast were not in the room, I'm guessing you're not getting an eight minute standing ovation. No, I've been a lot of uh, film festivals where there's been you know a smattering, yeah, for the same exact movie. So, word. Headline is Johnny Depp holds back tears as his comeback movie Jean de Berry mm-hmm. receives a seven minute standing ovation at Cannes Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who who gives a fuck? Fuck you! <laughs> yeah, like you're a, like you're not a hundred percent scumbag, but you're scummy enough. I'd like you to go away. The next headline reads: Multiple <laughs> insiders say that Hollywood is ready for a Johnny Black, Johnny Johnny Black Johnny Depp <laughs> comeback after his warm reception at and standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival. But it's like I could have gotten a standing ovation at Cannes <laughs> if I came yeah. and, and showed the Keith Ruckus story movie that I shot on an iPhone. <laughs> someone's gonna stand and clap for it for five minutes because that is the culture of Cannes. It's yep. not that all the films are that amazing. Let me tell you something. The Transformers movies get standing ovations <laughs> yeah, at Cannes exactly. Film Festival. Yeah, you're not allowed to uh, take selfies on the red carpet, but what we're going to give your piece of shit five minutes of yeah. a standing ovation. So, the reason this didn't <laughs> sit well with me is because uh, a day or two ago, the big headline was like, uh, Brie Larson's there, mm-hmm. and like she's been getting like these really weird red yeah, carpet like, interview questions. Guest judging something, like some of the other judges dropped out, or I don't know if she was one of the ones filling in for somebody, or if she was already going to be a judge anyway. Right. But they tried but, to yeah. gotcha her with a Johnny Depp question, like, <laughs> yeah. how do you feel about Johnny Depp premiering a movie here? And she says, I'm so confused why you're asking me this question. <laughs> she deflected yeah. it so fucking well. Yeah, I really don't know why there's like this weird like nerd space animosity towards her. Like every time I see her in an interview or like she started a YouTube channel during the pandemic, it's like she always seems like nice and kind of delightful and like just as a real person in interviews Thanos headbutted her and she didn't even blink (laughs) Captain America could never (laughs) but yeah I'm just like they're trying to get it and I'm just like look if everyone hates Johnny Depp so much then why the fuck are y'all standing and clapping for him why are you giving him more headlines about his his comeback and how great he is while trying to gotcha Brie Larson shut the fuck up you're not a journalist yeah I'm not saying we are but you're definitely fucking not I I think I saw another quote because I'm sure they keep fucking asking her about it um where she was just like, I don't know if I'm going to see it. You'll you'll hear about it if I do. Yeah, like that. <laughs> Leave her the fuck like, alone. Stop asking me. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Fucking ridiculous. <coughs> oh, God, I'm sick. All right. Uh, a lot of Beetlejuice 2 uh, news. And I got to say, uh, hey. so Beetlejuice is a really important uh, movie to Dan Benjamin. He likes tweeting about this all the time. Word. I guess he's got so much fucking free time. <laughs> yeah. um, but he's like, this is a movie I watch, you know, every week of my life as a kid growing up. And I'm like, oh, that explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of his personality is very Beetlejuicy. <laughs> Ooh, that was the third time. Where is he? Uh, where... <sighs> Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. Uh, and so he was worried until some of this casting news came out, but some of it's good. So one, Winona Ryder's back, looking really gothy as Lydia. A lot of set photos of her. Cool. Uh, the big major casting thing is that Willem Dafoe has joined the cast. Yeah. As an afterlife police officer. All right. You know, we see the I, whole office setting. Yeah. 
when they go in. I guess he's trying <laughs> to like, wrangle him in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got a very Tim Burton-y face. Yeah. Oh, very. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Think of him in Grand Budapest Hotel, like that ghoulish version <laughs> yes. of him. Uh, and then we're going to be introduced to Beetlejuice's wife. Ooh. So I guess he gets married after he tries to marry uh, Lydia. Maybe he's a bigamist. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know. And then uh, it's... Uh, so, I mean, how old is he? You know? Well, he's immortal. Yeah. So it could, uh, it could, could have yeah, been like, been a, forever, like an yeah. ex-wife from a thousand years ago. Right. <laughs> this could have been a death duelist part thing. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's already dead. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, shocking to everyone, Jenna Ortega officially confirmed to be playing uh, Lydia's daughter. There you go. She is like <laughs> the Winona writer Christina Ricci in a blender for our generation. <laughs> yeah. And just, I hope she's having a good time. I hope this interests her. I hope all these people aren't just like, throw Jenna Ortega in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, hope, I hope she likes they're it. not like Will Wheatoning her. Will Wheaton? Yeah. Will Wheaton? <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, you know what else? What's that? Get ready for an adrenaline-packed ride with Snag, now streaming on Redbox On Demand. This gritty modern-day fairy tale follows a lone wolf who must rescue the love of his life from a dangerous criminal mob. With heart-pumping action and intense uh, suspense, Snag will keep you on the edge of your seat from beginning to end. Don't miss out on this must-see movie. Stream Snag instantly on Redbox today. Rated R, of course, from Paramount Pictures. Hell yeah. Snag. Who's in Snag? Paramount's making some good stuff. They are. Oh, this looks like a good guess. All right, this is like a. It's like a. This looks to me like a fast uh, movie that you don't need to know about a. The, the whole family. Cool. That's what it looks like to me. That, I mean, that works for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Dan news. Man, I was uh, I was Fuck just. Yeah! Looking at some of those uh, cough buttons that you can buy <laughs> the other day, and boy, howdy, are they expensive. What do you mean cough buttons? Uh, for, like, you put in line with your microphone, and then you can just, like, hold down a button. It's like a little momentary switch. Oh, yeah, yeah, That, yeah. that mutes your mic, but... If uh, if you make one, here's a a, a little <laughs> tell <laughs> audio all a, audio hey. aside. <laughs> tell me all about it. Yeah. Um, if you make just a little box with a switch yeah. on it, uh-huh. when you hit the button, it pops real loud. Oh. So you need like buffer circuitry to to make it not sound like shit when you hit the button. <laughs> That's why they're expensive. Yep. Oh. <laughs> well, you know what? Huh. <laughs> Oh, it's time for Dan News, you know now. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Get in the rhythm now. <laughs> uh, we've got some Venom 3 casting. Yeah, we sure do. Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor has been cast. Wait, uh, how do you say that? Chiwetel uh-huh. Ejiofor. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Nope. We should have a button for that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <That's> close <laughs> not quite not quite um he's been uh, cast to co-star in venom 3 uh which i found weird because he's already baron mordo in the mcu he's right several versions of baron mordo in the mcu like if he's not playing baron mordo i'm gonna be mad because we have the the vulture swapped uh-huh. over and not only that but mm-hmm. both tom hardy's venom and Chiwetel's Baron Mordo were in the same movie. They were both in Multiverse of Madness. Not in the same scene together, but in the same movie. (laughs) Yeah, this is bizarre. Um, Surely Marvel isn't giving Mordo to Sony. (laughs) 
Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Nor would Sony want to share any other characters outside of a proper Spidey movie. <laughs> These ones are there. It has you know, to be a spin- voiceover role. It has right? to be. That's what I'm guessing, too. Um, so I have a, a short list of people who have played multiple roles in the MCU. Uh-huh. Uh, and almost all of them are had like a small cameo because they didn't think they could get them for something else. They had a good time and then came back in a bigger role. Uh-huh. Or were a voiceover character for one and a live action character for the other. Got it. Uh, Michelle Yeoh was the um, first thing she was. Uh, was part of the OG Comics Guardians. Oh, right. Yep. Um, uh, Alita Ogord in Guardians 2 as a cameo. And I guess yeah. had a good time. So they brought her back in Shang-Chi as right. uh, Aunt uh, Ying Nan. Yeah. Uh, Alfrey Woodard. Uh, was the woman who confronts Tony Stark in Civil War about her dead kid. Uh-huh. And then she was brought back as Mariah Dillard in the Netflix uh, Luke Cage series, oh. which is technically, tangentially sure. MCU, you know? I'll take it. Or at least they thought it was at the time that they were doing it. Sure. <laughs> um, Gemma Chan played Min Irva, a blue-skinned Kree soldier in Captain Marvel, uh-huh. and then was Cersei in Eternals. Yep. Uh, and Laura Haddock who was a cornered cap for an autograph at a USO show in First Avenger. Peter Quill's mom. Exactly. Meredith yep. Quill in Guardians 1 and 2. Yeah. Uh, then the characters who were uh, also did voiceovers, Benedict Cumberbatch, mm-hmm. uh, also voiced Dormammu. Smaug. Yep. <laughs> uh, Linda Cardellini, um, who was uh, Laura Barton, uh-huh. um, also voiced uh, Lila in Guardians Aww. 3. I like that. Uh, Pat Oswalt, who was a bunch of the same kind of characters who were either brothers or clones, I forget, uh, known as the Koenigs in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, mm. voices Pip the Troll in the ends of That end really of doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, howdy, are neither of those coming back. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Clancy Brown, who was uh, Colonel Ray Schoonover in uh, the Netflix Daredevil and the Punisher series. Uh, was the voice of Surtur in Ragnarok. Oh. It's a crowd. Yep. And then, uh, not a thing yet, but uh, what I always wanted <laughs> was for Vin Diesel to be the MCU's Black Bolt, who does not speak. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that would be really funny. Yeah. Um, and then the only one who was um, two two different live-action characters. Chris Evans. Um, Captain well, America and the Human Torch. <laughs> it, it doesn't count. That was pre-MCU. Mm. Um, but see. Kenneth Choi played his own grandson. Oh, right, 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 right. He right, was right, a right. member of the Howling Commandos, Commandos, and then he had a, the picture of that commando as his grandfather That's as he right. was the principal in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. That's smart. Yeah. Yep. So, best guess is Chiwetelo G4 is going to be a... Uh, I'm, guessing a full cg character i'm from fresno ace yeah oh fucking <laughs> uh and then uh other news is arnold schwarzenegger is talking <laughs> oh uh, boy howdy is he? <laughs> yeah he was doing uh, an interview with the hollywood uh, hollywood reporter um promoting his new netflix uh netflix show foobar um and he was asked about the twin sequel triplets uh-huh. that has been in development since 2012 
Initially, initially had Eddie Murphy on board. Right. Then he got busy. Then Tracy Morgan was signed on. And then Ivan Reitman died. And, True. Uh, last year. Uh, Schwarzenegger even told a crowd at an event that they would find a new director and start shooting in October 22. Uh, clearly that didn't happen. Um, in the interview, he says, quote, Jason Reitman fucked it up. <laughs> Jason Reitman literally stopped the project when his father died. His father wanted to do it really badly. I wanted to do it really badly. Danny DeVito wanted to do it really badly. We had the financing. When his father passed away, Jason says, I never liked the idea and put a hold on it. So does the Reitman estate I guess maybe like all of all of Ivan's IP went to Jason and then he controls it. Or maybe it was like the production company that he then took over and they own the rights to it. So he either says they can do it or not. (laughs) He says, uh, (laughs) Oh, Oh, this is probably not the clip you were looking for, was it? (laughs) It's just uh, a compilation of him screaming in different uh, movies. Uh, oh, that's my favorite one. Total Recall. Yep. Uh, so no, no, no bullshit. Uh, because I'm just sick rewatching movies. Uh, I just rewatched uh, Kindergarten Cop. Oh, nice. That movie is so batshit insane. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. shit is a fucking fever dream. And I just I I I remember it from my childhood. I don't think I've ever watched it as an adult. Like I remember him being a really like gruff, weird, like murderer cop in the beginning, and then like yeah. this happy kindergarten teacher. But I was ill prepared for just how insane that juxtaposition was because he was just a trench coat wearing evil detective rolling around with a shotgun shooting up meth labs for fun. And now he's like, who is your daddy and what does he do? And then I forgot at the end of the movie, he just quits being a cop and goes to being a kindergarten teacher. Yep. That's his life. Uh-huh. The fuck? That's a weird I forgot about movie. the partner pretending to be Austrian. She gets food poisoning, so she can't be there. Oh man, Mister Crisp is the bad guy with his weird relationship with his mother and no backstory at all. <laughs> Sets the school on fire to steal his kid. The ferret does a bite me one, but then the ferret's the hero at the end and bites him. Oh, it's so fucking bizarre. That movie is so fucking bizarre. <laughs> Directed by. Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. <laughs> Ivan Reitman. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's the movie that needs to have a sequel. Yeah. We need Kindergarten Cop too. He comes out of retirement. God, it's so <laughs> fucking batshit insane. Oh yeah, it's like the the retired uh the retired teacher coming back to like do some substituting every now and then. It's gonna be like sister act <laughs> back in the habit. <laughs> except with he's gotta bust up another drug ring. <laughs> yeah. So it's Kindergarten Cop meets uh, Jump Street, or 22 Jump yeah, Street. That. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, He's got to go undercover as a as a teacher in the school that he was already a teacher at. Right. 
So nobody would suspect. <laughs> well, no, I don't. So I, the gist at the end of the movie that I don't spell it out is that he goes back to being a teacher instead of back to being a cop. But like he doesn't have his certification. And the principal, knows, <laughs> the principal's like, hey, yeah. I don't know what kind of cop you are, but you're a damn good teacher. I hope you'll you'll stay on. But you don't just unilaterally get this. <laughs> Maybe in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> like I understand the amount of training to be a teacher is eight hundred thousand times to be a cop. Was, was it like a weird private school that like no. you don't need certifications no, for? It's just a regular ass town in Oregon. <laughs> Makes me want to move to Oregon though. It was fucking gorgeous. I forget how like <laughs> like it, it gave her like small town. Like here's the small town fair vibe, and I'm like, mm. I gotta get the fuck out of this city. <laughs> I need some yeah, fresh yeah. air. I'm sick of these fucking millennials. <laughs> Where were we? Um, so uh, he says uh, he says he's developing another movie with Danny DeVito. Uh, he says he's so much fun to work with and he's so talented. Um, so not triplets, but we may see something else with uh, Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. How bizarre! Yeah, um, and then the uh, the other forthcoming sequel that has not happened for I don't know what thirty years at this point. Sure. Um. Uh, the Legend of Conan. Uh-huh. He says uh, it's been pending for the last 10 years. Uh, Frederick Malmberg owns the rights. Uh, he comes to me and says, oh, I have a deal with Netflix. And when we ask Netflix, they don't know anything about it. It's yeah. one of those crazy things. Uh, I hope he figures it out. <laughs> I think you do it like The Unforgiven, uh, where you play the age. There's a great script out there that John Milius wrote. Uh, and others have written one. The story is there. Uh, there are directors who want to do it, but he has the rights. And until he sells the rights for one or two movies or for the franchise, there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, uh, so I never watched the the Conan movies. I, I feel like I maybe saw the first one like thirty years ago. <laughs> Every time you I know? think I watched a Conan movie, I go back and it was Beastmaster. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, funny, one of them we may have seen, because uh, it came out later, uh, may have actually started as uh, one of those Conan movies. Huh. So uh, the original series was uh, Conan the Barbarian was the first one in 1982. Right. Uh, then Conan the Destroyer was in 84. Uh, the next that they actually teased at the end of Conan the Destroyer was supposed to have been Conan the Conqueror which was planned for uh, 1987. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for that year, the when they would have been shooting, um, Arnold was committed to doing Predator, which came out in 87. Mm. Uh, and then after the production company did the movies uh, Red Sonja and Raw Deal that Arnold was both in, uh, his contract with the production company was done. And since... Red Sonia and Raw Deal did not do very well. They didn't resign or renegotiate. Mm. Um, so it was just in development hell for like 20 years. Um, and then Conan the Conqueror eventually turned into 1997's Cull the Conqueror, oh. starring Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> didn't see that either. Kevin Sorbo <laughs> broke my heart. Yep. Fuck Kevin Sorbo. Mm-hmm. Fuck, fuck him. You. Dude. <laughs> yeah. fuck, fuck you, Kevin Sorbo. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. The day I hung out fuck with Kevin you. Sorbo was supposed to be the best day of my life, and then I found out he hates two things in this world: his fans and fat people. <laughs> so fuck you. He, to be fair, he hates a lot to of other fair. things too. Oh, okay. All right, that's fair. 
That's you know, like progressivism. <laughs> That's true. Hey, uh, the, I'm reading the IMDb <laughs> trivia of Kindergarten Cop. And the, there's this one scene where like the, the school's on fire and uh, Schwarzenegger's going around room to room trying to find the bad guy. And he opens his door. And there's this little nerdy kid making out with a girl. And he's like, what are you doing? Get out. Uh, and he goes, I'm sorry, sir. And he goes like this real spindly pot-marked nerdy little bitch with it. And it's Jason Reitman. Ah. And that's really funny to me. That's really I'm like, funny. you had to pay. Your dad had to pay someone to make out with you, you little piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, Schwarzenegger had a few conditions before accepting the role of John Kimball. He wanted Ivan Reitman to direct the film. He wanted a physical fitness theme, and he and Reitman wanted <laughs> broken homes, child abuse, and family life written into the script. Again, wow. this is a fucking fever dream of a movie. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, oh, you know what else I rewatched? I'm going to go off another tangent. <laughs> yeah. uh, all three Men in Black movies in a row. And I've never watched them in a row before. I still haven't seen the third one because I heard it was so disappointing. You know, okay, so here's my thing. Watching them in a row, three is so much better than two. Oh, okay. It is like so much fucking better. I I won't say it's Ocean's 13. Yeah. (laughs) uh, But it's like, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's like if Men in Black's a 10 and two is a four, it's a solid six or seven. Okay. Um. And Josh Brolin plays a younger K. Yeah. And he's really good at it. Yeah, I remember that from the um uh from the trailers. But here's the thing I did not it's remember. Got, what, Tessa Thompson, I think, is the other agent. No, that's the that's the remake where they the international one. Oh, maybe wait, Men in Black three, 3 is the is Will Smith and he goes back and Oh, time. I haven't seen International. I saw International, it's not good. Oh, okay. I can't yeah, 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 that's the one that I was just like, meh. No, I didn't I'm talking. I watched the three Will Smith. Okay, I forgot there was a proper three. There was a I know that's how great it is. Uh, (laughs) But like the first one, you know how like the Arquillian Prince is, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's like in the body of like the old jeweler. He's he's in the head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's Rosenberg, and I just I never put together that it's an alien pretended to be a Jew. Oh yeah, that's funny. (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) Yep. And like, yeah, a Jew that owns a jewelry store. <laughs> yeah. And like fussy because he's like, you know, he's in the cab and then he's like, OK, he talks to like, talking to the cat. He's like, OK, you wait here while I pay the mean cab driver. Like he's just a pithy old Jew. But like this little alien controlling him like a fucking cat. Yep. Uh, you know, yeah, they, they go to the little restaurant and order pierogies. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's weird that I forgot again. <laughs> Movies are not like weird like this anymore. Like to to get this level of weird, you have to go see like, you know, everything everywhere all at once or Paris. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you need to kind of turn because like America is not pumping out this weird shit like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking bizarre. <laughs> I just started laughing. I'm like Rosenberg. <laughs> I never caught that as a kid. Rosenberg. <laughs> Those movies are good fucking love this two is okay, okay. First i know one it's I've bad. Seen like a hundred times that was one of my go-to fall asleep two movies for yeah. a long time and then uh yeah three three is fine yeah <laughs> i gotta revisit three yeah uh, and then the last thing for dan news uh was uh, an update on the wga strike except all of it is about tv shows <laughs> all uh-huh. of the lists this week of like here are the the films and move and uh shows that are affected uh-huh. is like three pages worth of scrolling through all right. the tv stuff and blade 
which we already knew about. <laughs> right. Did you see a uh, CBS uh, put out their, um, we have a writer strike proof lineup coming for this fall Ooh. and it, they put it's it out. Just reality bullshit. It's all reality. Yep. However, it's forcing their hands to make something they've been promising for years and have not, mm. which is the Golden Bachelor. Oh, which is a Bachelor series for old people. <laughs> and I am so hyped. Like, if there is one <laughs> thing that comes out of a... retirement community style, yes, like Hell yeah, I am so about <laughs> a bat because I do love the Bachelor. Yep. I've fallen off the last couple <laughs> seasons, but I will watch just old people mm-hmm. just down to fucking clown. Well, the the last explosion in reality TV was the last writer strike. A hundred percent. It was like, well, we gotta make shows because <laughs> there's still advertising dollars right. to be had. Uh, for new material, they don't want to spend the same amount of money on reruns. So, <laughs> what can we make that doesn't need writers? Right. So, uh, get get hold on to your butts for a, a bunch of new rounds of real yeah. dumb reality shit. Yeah, which is good because I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, Jimmy Fallon uh, has been the first person to stop paying his writers out of pocket. Get ready for this. Uh huh. That's a false narrative. Oh. Because uh, I went on a whole rant about it, and then I was corrected. Oh. So. Uh, cor- somebody somebody so, firing rumor shots? So Jimmy Fallon's show mm. is not paying his writers. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon is paying them out of his pocket. Okay. I thought it was, the whole story was that he everybody was, and that he's the first person to stop. No. I forget how I, I I saw this whole deep dive where it's um this is just ways of like taking shots at the strike, mm. but apparently they are still being paid. Okay, word. But yeah, I saw that too, and I was I was about to be like, see, I told everyone Jimmy Fallon's a big piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, I stopped watching him. After he is the, the absolute worst late the Trump hair bullshit. Oh, oh, he's the worst. Yeah, yeah, he has damaged our democracy beyond repair. But yep. <laughs> from what I understand, people are being paid. Yep. Sorry, but not sorry, hater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. So fu- so fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's still the worst out of he's all still of them. The worst. Yeah, just <laughs> talent least entertaining. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Seth Meyers. Like, also laughs at his own jokes, but I feel like he does it in a charming way. Man, I'll tell you, <laughs> I'm really only I only watch Colbert. Like the other three, I'm just like, you're fine. Kimmy, Kimmel is just <laughs> stone faced. Myers, I don't think is funny. Fallon's a douchebag. <laughs> I I do like. Um, I'll I'll always watch Myers's. Um, what's the um the segment? A closer look. He does really good deep dives because it's like halfway to a John Oliver style oh, thing. That's cool. Um, where he just deep dives into a subject for like ten minutes straight. <coughs> um, and I fucking love his corrections segment that is online only. Oh. Um, it is super fucking silly, and it's him like being catty with the people who write in for correct to correct things that happen during the shows during the week. Oh. And there's also like recurring bits and like f- decorations on his desk that stay and change throughout the episodes right. and like through lines. If you watch it week to week, it was very fun and silly. Right. I would check that out. Yeah. But still fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, was the other one I'll watch all the time is um oh my god he's got a clever name 
It's uh, he calls out his writers for the bad jokes that they submit. Oh, <laughs> so it's called a um, um, oh man, that's why it's they like strike? Yeah, <laughs> it's a, like a, a secret inspection or something like that, oh. where he will read some of the like unusable jokes. <laughs> Damn, and he's like, and because none of them watch this show, they won't know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Nice. What else you got? Uh, that's Dan News. Why the fuck do we need this in the world? Frankie Muniz is set to star in another movie, Renner, which along with the upcoming Half-Big 2, marks his first film project since 2018. Fuck you, Frankie Muniz. <laughs> the world doesn't need you. You're a piece of shit. Continuing Frankie Muniz hate from Keith Rocket. That's right, and I get it. This is lifelong he, hatred. He's got some health problems. He is has some uh, memory issues. But cry on your fucking pile of money, you piece of shit. That role should have been mine. My life would have taken a very different trajectory if I had been Malcolm in the middle. So go fuck yourself. And it was absolutely down to you or him of 100 <laughs> percent, and there is nobody else in consideration <laughs> it's time to lighten the mood before we go speaking of people that definitely need to come back into films <laughs> after plenty of buzz freaky friday 2 is officially in the works at disney with original stars Lindsay lohan and jamie lee curtis expected oh, return. Boy. <laughs> and i laugh because it's like she looks worse than Jamie Lee Curtis now. Oh, yeah. Like, the whole point of the of Freaky Friday was like, oh, they look so different. They look like they could just be the same fucking age. <laughs> yeah. It better be her, the fucking grandkids switching with her, because this doesn't make any fucking sense to me anymore. That's hilarious. Thank you. I thought that was funny. That's, Jamie Lee Curtis got a taste of that. Oh, we're finally doing the sequels money. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking down, dude. Yep. We need a Trading Places sequel. That's, yes. That's what we fucking need. Uh, love it. All right. Anyway, thanks so much to everyone who listened to this episode. It was supposed to be a short one, but I got meandering. <laughs> Let's talk about Kindergarten Cop. Thanks, Dan, for being here. Mm-hmm. Shoot us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at 5 by 5 film at gmail.com. Please, someone go insult Mason, Mason underscore Shear on Twitter. <laughs> I'll send you something for free. Uh, you can uh, find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes at 5 by 5 at the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, the entire team at Fireside. We'll see you next week with another 5 by 5 at the movies, maybe. Again. Again. We're going to clockwork orange this shit until I can say it. Roll, Roll credits. credits. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Hey! hey. <laughs> Lose some weight.